this is Hannah Yoder and Layla Fatou, and today we will be discussing processed foods and how they impact human health. Well, the saying fits, America runs on junkets. In today's busy world, many people only have time to grab a quick burger at McDonald's, a pizza from Domino's, or a biscuit from Bojangles. Ultra-processed foods are everywhere. So if processed foods are so widespread, what exactly are they? What kind of effects does it have on human health, the body in general, and why are they so widespread? First, let's talk about processed foods. What exactly are processed foods, and what makes them so bad for us? Well, first, it is important to distinguish between processed foods and ultra-processed foods. Processed foods include food that has been deliberately changed in any way before we eat it. According to Christy L. King, a dietitian at Texas Children's Hospital and national spokeswoman for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, any time you alter the food from its natural state that is actually considered processed, it's the ultra-processed foods, snacks and meals high in added sugars, sodium and unhealthy fats, that are more worrisome. King says that research has linked all of these ingredients to chronic health problems, including obesity, heart disease, diabetes, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and some types of cancer. More concerning yet is that half of the American diet is made up of these ultra-processed foods. So conclusion, most processed food is okay, and in fact it is necessary to process our food for packaging and keeping it fresh. It's the ultra-processed food that we need to watch out for. So if ultra-processed foods are so bad for us, why are they still manufacturing and why do we continue eating them? In regards to manufacturing, there is very little government policy regarding healthy foods. Additionally, a new University of Michigan study confirms that highly processed foods like chocolate, pizza, and french fries are the most addictive. This means people are more likely to suffer from the aforementioned health consequences as they become addicted and find it difficult to stop eating these ultra-processed foods. So what exactly are the health consequences of these ultra-processed foods? A multitude of health disturbances take place, each one reinforcing the other. Obesity is, of course, the main threat from overconsumption of these ultra-processed foods. Other chronic diseases, including heart disease, diabetes, non-alcoholic fatty liver diseases, and cancer also persist. Not only does the increased consumption of processed foods cause detrimental health effects, but the nutrient transition from fiber and vitamins to fat and sugar has led to a widespread rise of obesity and related chronic diseases, and some affected countries now face the double burden of undernutrition due to nutritional deficits in parts of their populations and an increase in obesity-related chronic diseases due to increased availability of foods of animal origin, high in saturated fat, and energy-dense processed foods rich in fats and sugar. There's actually a significant amount of research linking diet and cancer. There's a 12% increase in the overall risk of cancer. Specifically, there is an 11% increase in odds of breast cancer, according to a New York Times article. However, it is also important to note that not all processed foods appear to be equal. Drinks, sugary products, fats, and sauces were strongly associated with the overall heightened risk of cancer, while sugary foods were strongly linked to breast cancer in particular. Most Americans greatly exceed the recommended intake for added sugars, saturated fats, and sodium, as over half of the American diet consists of ultra-processed foods. This feeds a positive feedback loop. As one begins to overindulge in these ultra-processed foods, they become addicted to the added sugars, saturated fats, and sodium. 
However, these excess calories, with little nutrition no value, lack fiber and do not keep someone full. Due to this, they eat more, which results in overindulgence. This further fuels the addiction, as one, the cycle of consumption and hunger continues. In turn, the chances of acquiring one of the aforementioned chronic diseases associated with overconsumption of these ultra-processed foods increases significantly. And if that isn't enough to convince you that ultra-processed foods are bad, studies are also showing that pregnant women who consume too many processed foods and therefore have a higher chance of developing obesity or diabetes are more likely to have babies with birth defects or other malformations. That can be very concerning for expecting mothers, especially those with low incomes who may not have the resources to pay for healthier, more expensive, nutrient-rich foods that they should be eating. Now, let's delve into the effects on the fetus of a diet characterized by overconsumption of ultra-processed foods. As we know, overeating these processed foods can lead to obesity, and obesity can lead to a variety of health consequences, one of the most prominent being diabetes, which can have detrimental effects on the development of children. According to an article from the National Institutes of Environmental Health Science, obesity can lead to preeclampsia, a condition in which the mother's blood pressure becomes dangerously high. This can cause premature births in smaller babies and even infant death. Obesity can then lead to diabetes, which can cause a multitude of birth defects such as abnormal blood sugar levels, as well as gastrointestinal, brain, renal, cardiovascular, heart, and neural tube defects, according to the Mayo Clinic. Conclusion, ultra-processed foods should not be consumed on a regular basis, as they can lead to harmful diseases such as cancer, heart disease, diabetes, liver disease, and can even affect developing babies of diabetic or overweight mothers. On a broader scale, a Harvard study shows that Americans are now eating more calories on average than they did in the 1970s, and portion sizes have ballooned. The addictive nature of processed foods is therefore not only affecting what we eat, but how much. And although processed foods are okay to have every once in a while, a paper published by the Lancet Non-Communicable Diseases Action Group reports that intense palatability or tastiness, which is achieved by high content of fat, sugar, salt, and cosmetic and other additives, the omnipresence and sophisticated and aggressive marketing strategies, such as reduced price for supersized servings, all make modest consumption of ultra-processed products unlikely, and displacement of fresh or minimally processed foods very likely. These factors also make ultra-processed products liable to harm endogenous satiety mechanisms and so promote energy overconsumption and thus obesity. Wow, so there really are a lot of obstacles in the way of getting rid of this toxic lifestyle. To learn more about how processed foods have become such a large part of the American food consumption, we talked to Rob Moody, author of Profits and Pandemics, Prevention of Harmful Effects of Tobacco, Alcohol, and Ultra-Processed Food and Drink Industries. So, Mr. Moody, could you please elaborate for us what it is about the American system that makes ultra-processed foods so readily available? That's an excellent question, and not many people realize how influential and sneaky these corporations are in the increasing American consumption of ultra-processed foods. Systematic and aggressive mass marketing campaigns of alcohol, ultra-processed foods and drink, and tobacco contribute to demand. 
a contributory factor to supply is economic policy and trade agreements that open markets to foreign investment and provide entry for tobacco, alcohol, and ultra-processed food and drink corporations through takeovers of domestic companies. For example, free trade agreements with the USA are associated with high consumption of fizzy drinks in several countries. Conclusion, despite the negative health consequences of processed foods, the lack of regulation, cheapness, availability, and high addictive quality of processed food means that it will likely continue to be sold and consumed. Therefore, it is imperative for people to start recognizing the danger they put themselves in when consuming these unhealthy foods. So, before you take a bite of that sticky bun, think about what it is you're putting into your body. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Beauty. That was very insightful. Um, so, this has been Layla Fatih and Hannah Yoder on Apes vs. Processed Foods. Thank you so much for listening. episode of Apes vs. Processed Food is brought to you by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Listen up, there's a brand new mix of McDonald's Mick Pick 2 menu. Let me get a Mick Pick 2. Hurry in and pick your two hot and tasty Mickey D's classics for just $5. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Share and Save Choose your favorite. A Big Mac made with 100% beef, flaky filet of fish, Seared quarter pounder with cheese or crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets for just five bucks. Grab your crew for a great tasting two-for-five deal today. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba.